Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Let me just read our passage this morning and then I want to break it down a bit and really understand what's being instructed here. So we'll pick it right up in Ephesians 5, starting in verse 22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Because we are members of his body. Therefore, verse 31, a man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband's. Now, husbands, I want to talk to you first because the responsibility is on us first as leaders of the household. What are the markers of loving as Christ loves? Well, for that, I think I want to turn to Romans chapter 8 real quick. And we talked about this recently at Youth. I think this Romans 8, 31 to 35 sort of offers the ultimate well-rounded description of how Christ loves the church. It says in Romans 8, verse 31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So first thing, God's love protects, protects the church. Verse 32, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? So God's love provides for the church. Verse 33, Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? His love defends the church. Verse 34, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. His love intercedes for us. There was a price to pay, but it was paid for us in our place. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? His love continues. His love is ongoing. Husbands, that's the standard, a love that protects and provides and defends and intercedes and continues. When Paul says, love your wives as Christ loved the church, that's the standard. So with that in mind, wives, leadership without submission or support feels sort of like running in mud. It can be really burdensome for your husband. But on the other end, submission and support without love feels like servitude. You're just serving. Imagine a man who protects, provides, intercedes, defends, and continues to love you so intentionally, so instinctively, that you have total confidence in his leadership. Imagine a man who loves you so that you would never doubt he would take a bullet for you. Do you think you could submit to that kind of man? Now hear me when I say this as a husband and a woefully imperfect one, quoting Paul, not that I have achieved this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own as Christ Jesus has made me his own. 
My love for my wife is not perfectly protecting, providing, interceding, defending as it should be. Your husband is not perfect. And if you're not married yet, if God brings a husband to you, he will also not love you perfectly. This is part of why I think Paul tells wives to submit first, because he's about to lay down expectations on husbands to love as Christ loves, and he knows that they will not perfectly meet those expectations. So it's not submit when he loves you perfectly as Christ loved the church. It's submit to him as the head of the house and trust Christ to work on him then to love more and more as Christ loves. Finally, wives, don't hear what I'm not saying. This doesn't mean just fall in line, cook and clean, and stay out of your husband's way. God gave a lot of you really strong personalities with your own leadership abilities. It means you marry a man you trust so much to love you that when push comes to shove, you could submit to his leadership. And it also means you marry a man who's self-aware and humble enough to know your strengths and to celebrate and to build up and to encourage your strengths. Christ loved the church also by putting different people in different positions to maximize their God-given strengths for his glory. You strong, confident women were made that way, and that's amazing. So today I'm already running long. Paul says in verse 30, we are members of his body, Christ's body. For all of us, married or single, let's stop fighting over our own little corner of control our own little bit of independence. Let's stop being eyes trying to hear and noses trying to see. Let's embrace the roles God created and equipped us for and celebrate how he has made us all fit together for his glory and for the spread of the gospel. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you for making us different. Thank you for strengths and weaknesses you've given us to fill our roles. Lord, help us with contentment. Lord, at the end of the day, and we're talking about marriage today, and we're never perfect. Our husbands and wives are never perfect. Lord, but we're so blessed. We're so blessed with the way you've made us, the people you've brought into our lives, even extending to friends and coworkers and family members. Lord, you've, you've blessed us immensely. Lord, help us to be content with what you've given us, Lord, and to celebrate what you've given others, that together as one unified body, we could serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Talk to you tomorrow.